From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Monday, April 24th. I'm Sarah Reith. Last week, the Round Valley Indian Tribal Council declared a state of emergency in hopes of quelling violence and drug use on the reservation. Community members expressed deep concern for young people and the need for wholesome activities, adult guidance, and education. On Saturday, a group of youth and their mentors from five tribal communities, including Round Valley and Cotto, met at the Sonoma County Indian Health Project for a training that combined technology and learning about tradition. Mike Duncan is an enrolled member of the Round Valley Indian Tribes who lives in Sacramento and is the executive director of the Native Dads Network, a nonprofit that uses traditional teaching to address the results of generations of trauma. When the pandemic, the fentanyl crisis, and large grows all hit tribal communities hard at the same time, he and other tribal leaders came up with an idea for young people to engage with the effects of cannabis and other drugs, social and environmental justice, and how to look for solutions. It's called IMPACT, is the project name, and IMPACT is actually an acronym, which stands for Indigenous Mentors Protecting Ancestral Cultural Teachings Team Youth Video Project. And what we're doing is we're providing um, video equipment to and um, training the youth to um, go into their communities and be like reporters uh, to, uh, to, through the youth perspective, how cannabis has and the industry has been impacting their communities in a negative way, um, and what they see, how they how they're viewing it through the youth perspective. This is an oral history project. Yes, 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 yes. It's going to be beautiful. Nicole Whipple is a Round Valley tribal member and Mendocino County Impact representative. She brought four Round Valley youth to the training on Saturday. She views cannabis as an impediment to clean and sober cultural practices, including ceremonies and the use of traditional healing plants that are native to the area and are not intoxicants. And what are you hoping will come from this project with making the videos and the the oral history component of interviewing a lot of elders? I hope that it brings more awareness to our youth that are wanting to learn and even adults who want to learn their culture and bring it back, revitalize it, and live in their cultural lifestyles to know that the fallacies behind marijuana, that it is not our culture, it's not historically a natural native plant from California. But the project is about more than just what isn't traditional. Another goal is to figure out how to respond when cannabis businesses use Native American designs in their marketing materials. The idea behind it was, you know, we wanted to not just say we're against the misappropriations, but we wanted to hear from our actual community cultural leaders, like our, if we're seeing our basket designs used on cannabis products, then we are going to ask our elders and our basket makers, can you tell us as a basket maker, did you... Are you aware that cannabis was used or have your teachers or your elders taught you that cannabis is part of this culture? And we really want to document that and share that. Whipple said one business owner who was using images of traditional materials to advertise cannabis did remove the design from the product after a lengthy conversation on Facebook, but it's still complicated. It worked out and um, they're supportive of us, but there are other tribal members who reached out who said, you know, we support you 100%, but we can't be out in the front line saying, we support you because we just don't want to take on that, that fight and that battle. So, you know, I really commend Mike 
and all of our mentors who do that because we all come from families and tribes that do support cannabis and so it could be offensive to them or to their lifestyle, their way of living. Meanwhile, the students were wrapping up their first day of training on the equipment they'll use for the oral history project. 18-year-old Cesario Duncan and 24-year-old Nick Goodwin already have some ideas about their interviews. They're originally from Round Valley, but they live in Woodland and Sacramento respectively now. Duncan answered the question first. Is there anyone you can think of that you just can't wait to interview and find out their story? I'm thinking about like more uh, probably like important people kind of that like like chairmans of like reservations and like even like um, the people of the reservation how like their thoughts on it are. Uh, yeah, I got a couple of mentors that I look up to in the Native community that they're not necessarily from my particular reservation, but uh, you know they're kind of aunties and uncles that I look up to. I won't say no names quite yet, but I'll definitely uh, be looking forward to getting a video and an interview out. And are you thinking of this as like a historical thing, like you're capturing a moment in time and you're going to get to talk to people and, and you'll remember what, what they had to say, you know, years and years from now when they're not with us anymore? Yeah, I think this is actually like pretty nice to do and like, and I'm going to look back on this and think like, oh, we did this and like, this will probably, I feel like this will keep going on and like all the other generations will get to know about this and like what we did for them. And what about you? Are you thinking about kind of the, the historical significance of, of what's going on and, and your role in documenting it? Uh, yeah, actually, it's actually, it's a beautiful thing, to be honest, um, because, you know, in the old way, you know, all the young kids got to, you know, they, they the grandparents raised the kids while the mom and dad were doing stuff. So, you know, like my grandparents raised me. Um, and then, you know, we always learn from the grandparents and, you know, they're now usually crossed over. So we get a lot of our teachings from the older people. So I think it's a beautiful thing that we, we can document them from here on out and get that next generation's uh, following our footsteps. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.